4: I will not be distracted. Chinese balloon. Now they're getting chesty. Hey, you, over there in the $6,000 suit. Did you say something to me? Because I really want to know how this country, this communist country, owns at least 338,000 farming acres in my country. And if you say a word, how about this? Now you own nothing. Hey, you, at the Himalayas with the foothills, given to the crack-smoking son, Xi Jinping, also known as... Agent 11, you own nothing. It's ours now. 338,000 acres. I decided you don't get to own it. And as for your asset, with the dementia-glazed face, right now pretending to be president, yeah, I want his resignation in the morning. Sorry, that's just the way it goes. If this country had any, any backbone, any principles, any standards, nobody would put this idiot in charge of anything.
5: We've united the, we've united the Asia. Did you, baby? did you? Now point to it. Point to it on
4: a map, put the binky in your mouth, and point to it, you fracking moron. We paid
5: for everything we did. <laughs> and unlike the Republicans, we cut the deficit 1.7 trillion dollars. And to see, there's a little
4: button. There's a little button that some Marxist offstage has in his pocket. And when he starts to sound like he really does, like the little baby who united Asia, they hit it and a volt goes through and then he could form a sentence again. It's going to be f- spectacular tomorrow. I can't wait to watch the greatest comedy show in American history called The State of Delusion, starring dimwit Joe Robinette Biden. Let's see how long it can be till he keeps his he, he, that he can keep his socks dry. I don't think it's going to take long.
5: Wednesday, when I was briefed on the balloon, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon
4: as possible. Well, wait, 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 this, this I don't like. So you're the commander and chief, chief, the commander and chief of the military. You and your hair plugs sitting in the Oval Office, hopefully in a potty chair. You order the shooting down, and then you say as soon as possible. What about all the, all the flying around? You are not worried about it? You want to know what, Joe? I'm not worried about it either. See, what I'm worried about is you. You, an asset of the enemies to this country. The Chinese Communist Party has owned you and 90% of your party and 30% of the Republicans. I'll give you a little break. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. The spy balloon doesn't bother me because I think it's a distraction from the fact you are incapable. Of anything. And there isn't a company. There isn't a small business. There isn't any place. You couldn't get hired as a Walmart greeter. Hi, I'm Joe Biden. You couldn't do it. But now you're in a position that is the most dangerous for all of us Americans. It's true. And in the meantime, at the World Economic Forum, I have to tell you, I didn't even know about this clown. I knew about Peter Thiel. I knew about data harvesting. I knew that the real enemy to me as an American, to private business, was our own corrupt government, our own bureaucracies. And I know that the FBI is as crooked as Grand Avenue, and we always know what the CIA is, but I didn't know about Alex Karp. What a great name. He even looks like a carp. The only thing missing from this ridiculous face, I highly recommend you look him up, is a hook in his mouth.
6: Alex Carp is the CEO of Palantir. Uh, it was Peter's idea, um, Peter, Peter, Thiel. Peter Thiel, very famous, long-term friend of mine, much better known for being arguably the best investor in venture in the world, um, a co-founder of Palantir. And uh, Peter's like, hey, I've got this great idea. We're going to take the back end that we used at PayPal to stop cyber criminals, and we're going to turn it into a product, and we're going to sell it to the in- intelligence services because obviously they could use it.
4: We're going to use a back end of PayPal. We're going to collect the data. On everybody that uses it. And we're going to sell it to the intelligence agencies. That means the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the DIA, the, the, all of it. Defense intelligence agencies. You don't think they just stop with the central intelligence agencies. And by the way, their budgets you don't get to know about. They have all your data. You're worried about the fricking balloon? I'm worried about this because what we now know, thanks to Donald J. Trump, is that these bureaucracies are political, and they persecute their ideological opponents. Who are their ideological opponents? The people who think these scumbags work for them, like me. See, scumbag, you work for me. And I want to know everything you've got on everybody and what you're intending to use for And I also want to know, how much did you pay Alex Karp, who looks like a carp with some stringy hair on, his t- on the top of his head?
6: Use the best software in the world. That was roughly almost exactly 20 years ago. And the back end was integrating data. And then my idea, in all modesty, was to integrate the data with data protection norms. And that became the engine that powers a lot of the countries in this room.
4: So, wait, wait, wait. Your idea, you, that I think you're a rabid moron. I think you're an idiot. In fact, I think you look like, you look like one of those elitists who pretends you're better than everybody because you grew up and you rubbed the inner thigh of Peter Thiel. Somehow you bumped into him, whether it was uh, some stupid class at college or some naked twister party that I wasn't invited to. You bumped into him, and now because you get to pal around with Peter Thiel and you graduated from some fancy school, you think you're better than everybody. So you get to decide what the safety nets are rather than, like, say, the Fourth Amendment.
6: So on the anti-terrorism side, our first clients. So we got this investment from Incadel, which has always been controversial, really small investment. Now they're no longer with the DPO. They exited. But it's always been very, you know, if you Google Palantir, you'll see. And by
4: the way, we didn't speed this up. Squirrel, listen to me. You're a young man. It's two times in your life. You know, you're going to get Scroogey. If you're shopping for something and they ask you, would you like something to drink? Then Squirrel, just sit down and get ready to write numbers with commas. But if anybody's selling you anything, ever talks to you like this, walk away. Get up and walk away, because you're getting conned, kid.
6: If it's a left-wing newspaper, by the way, I'm progressive, and I think the left is wrong to hate on us sometimes, because without oh. Palantir, the far right would have would be in a position of dominance. because
4: Palantir is the name of the company. Palantir. T-I-R. And he's progressive, but the progressives are wrong to hate on him. You see, every American should hate on him because what he's done is sell data that you didn't know would be sold to agencies that if they want your data, they're supposed to have to go to court to get it. But now they don't have to go to court. Now they just write a check with commas on it to some fast talking piece of garbage salesman like this.
6: Palantir single-handedly, with the uh, police forces, stopped major terror attacks. But in any case, you'll read Palantir, CIA-driven data. In German, it's Data Octopus, which is my favorite. Uh, it's like as if we're hovering, and then none of which is true. You got some software that was sold to the pe- to Pentagon and to CIA. It was sold, and- yeah. The, the IncuTel gave us three pilots, one with uh, the FBI, one with the agency, and one with a more classified part of the DoD because—
5: Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
6: whoa, whoa.
4: What did you watch a lot of those James Bond movies? The agency. You know what that means, squirrel? The CIA or something. At the root of every foreign policy scandal. At the root of every drug dealer to Mina, Arkansas. Not just Barry Seal. One entity, one organization. The same one that John F. Kennedy mentioned just a couple of months before back and to the left. The same agency that wants all the documents hidden for 66 years, the same agency that lets propaganda films like Jason Bourne be released when the bulk of them look like the municipalities in Chicago. Because I met a couple of you fat slobs, and I'm not afraid of you, unless, of course, I'm hungry and there's only one piece of pizza left. Huh? Morons, you look like typical government agencies. You're frauds to me. And you got all of our data and you paid for it because you couldn't go through the court system and get it because what you're doing is illegal. Now it's time to defund the crooked CIA. Not that we know how much money they spend anyway, because their budget isn't for my
6: viewing. They were struggling with finding out where terrorists were putting improvised explosives. And we, okay. fa- we figured that out in our product. By
4: the- well, where, where, where are they? I want to know. We're paying for it. How many did you stop? I want to see the guys you got at Guantanamo. I want to know about all this. Because as far as I can tell, I think you work about as much as every other government agency at avoiding work. I don't think you do, Jack.
6: Wait, And now it's, it's not just American clandestine services. It's probably the clandestine service almost every, if you're in a Western country, it's your country as well, whether they tell you that or not. To make society work.
4: Well, where's the CIA on the Chinese balloon? No, 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 no. Hold on a minute now. We got all this money. We got these Jason Bourne guys, they're all in shape, they're all walking around in suits, they're all heterosexual. Where is the information on the Chinese balloon? Because it wasn't you idiots, you didn't know that they were bribing the sitting president with the glazed dementia face. You had no idea. If you did, you did what the FBI did. And you wanted the corruption in there so much, you just shut your hole and you lost the evidence you have. Is that what you did?
6: There are basic functions that have to work, one of which is a reduction of terrorism, pushing back on, in my view, uh, uh, human rights abuses largely done by uh, adversaries to the West. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You,
4: the agency, covered up the fact that the drone strikes by the Obama Biden administration killed hundreds of thousands of innocent people exactly where this earthquake is. Oh, but it's true. All over. In fact, we still occupy a third of Syria. Was the earthquake where we occupy? You know, the oil fields? Where was the... I don't know. Am I supposed to be distracted by the earthquake? Nah, I don't think so, Alex Carpface. I don't think so.
6: We have a product that is not well known called MetaConstellation, and that product allows you to take... Use algorithms on large data sets... To hone in on adversaries over, say, for example, a whole country, and the integration of data from the infusion of data from satellite telephones, other sources, classified sources, and then the disambiguation of that so people only see what they are allowed to see on the battlefield. Uh, the U- Why only on the battlefield?
4: Hey, Alex, Carpface, only on the battlefield? What's to say you weren't using this the whole time Trump was in office? You know, because you have another one. There's another pesky system that we learned about called Hamilton 68. Did you hear about this squirrel? Very interesting. This is another one. And by the way, they identified actual people as Russian bots and they were supported by our adversaries in Congress, in the Senate, all politicians who are bribed like Joe Biden. From the Communist Chinese Party and other oligarchs. Now the Ukrainian oligarchs—they're partying too because you know, they got the money. Yeah. Take it easy, Ukrainians. Take it easy. I like the Ukrainian people. I'm not so fan of the Ukrainian Nazis and their lobbyists. We work with the Hamilton 68 project to really understand the foreign uh, influence uh, online. Hamilton 68 falsely accused legitimate American accounts of being Russian bots. Oh, what was that? was that? Is that investigated? You mean to tell me the CIA and Alex Karp and all their artificial intelligence and technology and algorithms? You didn't pick up on any of that, Alex Carpface.
6: Ukrainians, without going into all details, but some of his only, they, they, of course, went to the most important services in the world and said, okay, what should we use? And I would be very proud to hear they had one answer Palantir.
4: Which is why the American policies have sent well over $120 billion to the most corrupt government that was involved in a civil war with its own people, that has been infiltrated by Nazis. Because this was all protected by algorithms, artificial intelligence, which sold the lie that is the Joe Biden administration. So you want to know what the state of the union is? It sucks and it's going to get worse as long as this imbecile with dementia pretends to be president and the people of this country pretend he won. 312-642-5600. Make money,
0: smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: You'll
7: have
0: to,
4: uh, forgive me, it takes weeks to comb through the Fabian speeches at Davos, headquarters of the Fourth Reich, known as the Eagle's Nest for the... Son of a Nazi, Klaus Schwab.
6: And Alex Karp was there. And then we were asked if we were willing to supply our product philanthropically, basically, for free. And I was very in favor of this because our primary mission is, in fact, to set a global standard for the world for behavior.
4: The world for behavior? Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, Right, What do you mean behavior? Because when I see a fraud, an inside trading, inside dealing, connected scandalous person such as yourself, I like to call them what they are, a carp-face fraud. You see, I make fun of two things, your name, your face, which is repulsive, and the fact that you are a fraud. And then I like to give you the finger into the camera rumble. I like that. You mean I have to behave differently than that? Why Why do I have to behave different, differently? Because what you're doing is unconstitutional. You have managed to secure data on hundreds of millions of people without giving them their their pri- the right to privacy, their Fourth Amendment rights. Even though you may ignore it, I don't like I don't like that I, you get to control how I behave. Because then one day you're going to turn me into like the Venezuelan slaves, like the Soviet slaves, like the Third Reich slaves. As you assemble your Fourth Reich. See, I don't like when when frauds like you who produce sexually frustrated women like your wife, you know the one that has to sit on the spin cycle. I don't like that when you get to decide what behavior is.
6: Um, uh, the product then allowed them, according to this article, to do targeting at, at, a, at a, with a, like a factor of 20 better. The primary here. Oh, that sounds like some sign of score.
4: Some kind of uh, some kind of behavior score, you know, like the way the Chinese Communist Party gives their slaves called citizens. Is that what you're going for there? Fourth Reich member at the World Economic Forum
6: headed up by the son of a Nazi named Klaus Schwab. Heroes here are the actual heroes of the Ukraine. And they're also, I have to say, one of the caveats is they're very, very technical. The people that have used our product there are world-class engineers.
4: They- oh, they seem real smart. Do me a favor, Alex. Can you tell them to tune in Rumble, Sean Thompson show? I got something for them. Tell them I got something for them. They seem very smart. In the meantime, I like what my president did. I do. I like what my president did when he went to the World Economic Forum at Davos. Eagle's Nest for the Fourth Reich Nazis.
5: With U.S. companies and researchers leading the way, we are... On the threshold of virtually unlimited reserves of energy, including from traditional fuels, LNG, clean coal, next generation nuclear power, and gas hydrate technologies. At the same time, I'm proud to report the United States is among the cleanest air and drinking water on Earth, and we're going to keep it that way. And we just came out with a report that at this moment, it's the cleanest it's been in the last 40 years. We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. Today, I'm pleased to announce the United States will join One Trillion Trees Initiative being launched here. By the
4: way, what's the air like in that third world hellhole? The one where the, all the communists wear the $6,000 suits, China. What's, the, what's the, uh, the plumbing like in North Korea? Another third world hellhole. What's the air quality like, huh? Yet I don't hear Greta. I don't hear any of these Nazis of the Fourth Reich like Klaus Schwab. They all pretend that's normal. At least our dimwit with dementia, he pretends that uh, it's united. We've We've united the
3: Asia. Oh, come on. Give me your resignation. Let's get the tramp in there. How bad could it be? As we advance our efforts to address the root causes of migration, our administration is simultaneously working to ensure a safe, orderly, and humane processing system at the border. See? Um, when you put lipstick on a pig in the morning, it's easy to put lipstick on the pig of the Democrat
4: mafia policies. Cream Puff Jim, you've been known to kiss a pig. Yeah.
1: Hi, Sean. How are you? Good. I was just thinking of my, my cousin, Andy Crane. Now, that's where the intelligence community should be. very mean Andy the Crane, the, the
4: ones that are dressed like the TSA? Yeah, they,
6: the should,
1: the show be, with they the should be. the yeah, yeah, they should be. be
2: intelligence. At least the, the old Chicago boys, know how, you know, they handle a, a little bit of Squirrel, you know intel. what, you know what
4: Crane Puff Jim just did? He just let <laughs> the world know. The world now, because we're worldwide. He just let the world know that he's never paid for a show in his life, as his Andy <laughs> Frank cousin always opened the exit door. See these, these Chicago Cloud guys? I want to know. I, you know, I figure you made it up because I know you bought at least two of those big, extra-large popcorns. And maybe some of those candies. You put it into popcorn. You're one of them guys. You eat everything because you like the salt and the sweet. Yeah, typical municipal worker. I'm always, fat. always getting away without paying. The Chicago Way. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at AM560, The Answer. AM560, The
4: Answer. Nobody's talking about the hundreds of thousands of acres the Communist Chinese Party owns in our country. And now they're going to get loud? You're going to have an attitude that we shut down your spine balloon. How about you shut your mouth now you don't own the land anymore? Is there a, is there a representative discussing that? Or are we going to, all of a sudden, they care about property rights? See, maybe there's a sense that, um, we've given too much latitude to the enemies. I mean, aside from bribing our politicians from congressmen, senators, to this dimwit in diapers with dementia that we pretend doesn't have dementia, he does. Oh, yes, he does.
5: How do you think this looks for the rest of the world? We're finally coming out of the first time we're really getting through the whole issue relating to January 6th. Things are settling out. And now, for the first time in 100 years, you can't move. I mean, I really mean it. I know you know international relations. It's not a good look. You're
4: talking about the money? Hey, stupid. You're talking about the debt ceiling? It's not a good look first time in 100 years? How about the fact that you are an asset and that this government is threatening you because they own you and you're going to claim some sort of an economic achievement tomorrow? You see, tomorrow is going to be a lot of nonsense. Truly a lot of nonsense. But there's a couple things you should. Uh, You should be aware of.
8: All right. Here's one member explaining his intention to vote no on raising the debt ceiling because this massive accumulation of debt was predicted because it was foreseeable, because it was unnecessary, because it was the result of willful and reckless disregard for the warnings that were given and for the fundamentals of economic management. So I
7: don't know who that
4: lawmaker is. Let me
8: tell you, it was President Joe Biden. Oh, okay. Back in 2006. So look,
4: that's kind of funny, huh? It's all right, though, Larry Summers, you're Clinton's you were Clinton's, uh, what was he, Clinton's Treasury Secretary? And all of a sudden, you're just a lipstick on a pig salesman for the failures that are the Joe Biden policies. And he's got uh, so many of these fungible morons who think they're smarter than everybody else in the midst of their failures.
8: You mentioned how the president said Friday that the state of the economy is strong. Uh, We had a poll out over the weekend, ABC News, that found that 41% of Americans say they're worse off financially now than before this president took office. How do you explain the disconnect there of why this administration's message about the strong economy is not getting through?
7: Right. So so I think, I think the
1: poll that you just uh, said is actually consistent. So about two-thirds of Americans say that their, uh, their circumstances
9: are better. than. Uh, uh...
4: Two-thirds say their circumstances are better? Here's who this economy is better for. If you are a welfare roach, your economy is better. You see, your food stamps actually are the only thing to offset inflation, are your food stamps. And then your Section 8 housing, that also is a big priority. Not to mention your continued payment to those people who refuse to work, and your agenda is to give more people more time off paid for by we-don't-know-who. So there isn't anybody who isn't deriving their sustenance from your government that's better off. Now, I include in there the corporatist scum, who are the same scoundrels that affiliate themselves with the Chinese Communist Party on Wall Street. They're having a big year, too. But for everybody else, it's terrible. Even when you send out your best spokespeople, it's just terrible.
7: And we should all support replacing the lead pipes and ensuring that everyone has clean, safe,
4: clean drinking work. Uh, water. It's all right. We understand. It's fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to probably be the next president. In the meantime, what you don't want the people to know is that they've been paying taxes for the last 80 years. So that that infrastructure will be maintained. But your local Democrat-run sewers, all run by Democrats, all have the same problems. From the water, to the garbage, to the overpayment, to the mystical magical pensions, because they're mafia-run states. And nobody represents that better than this fat slob.
10: That you see, all these great businesses, those deals were cut right here in this room. This is a room of opportunity. Opportunity. This is a room of creating This is
4: downtown jobs. Chicago. This is a room. One of the where fifty thieves pretending done. to be an alderman. And so we're so proud to have the governor here to
10: really perpetuate what we're trying to do here in our, in our community. The governor has been our partner from day one. He's been here by our side every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for our governor, Governor Prisker. Thank you all.
4: Appreciate you. Sounds well, like a real big room. Thank you
10: very role. much, Alderman. I really appreciate your leadership your friendship i mean frankly uh, so much gets done here uh, because of the work of the alderman and uh, and i, I am uh, pleased to be back here uh, welcomed by him uh, in the Pullman Park area in Pullman you know we alderman have so from many Pullman things Park. That are going on here find out which uh, gypsy dad is there will you Sloan? but also i want to recognize david doig and the entire cni team Uh, Congratulations to them on the economic development success that you've brought to this site. Uh, It is a joy to be able to highlight the accomplishments that you've made uh, alongside you today. Where are
4: these accomplishments in the once great city of Chicago? Because you see, that project is a money laundering scheme. It'll be hundreds of millions of dollars go through the hands of campaign donors. And the people in those ghettos will continue to wallow in the failure that is Democrat policy. And it won't be long you'll have a smart son-of-a-gun like Fetterman up there talking about your water pipes because you've been paying for that, and that's been going by the wayside because the money's been stolen in the meantime. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? How was your weekend? Splendid. How was yours? Good. Real good. By the way, you know it's Ronald Who's Reagan's that? birthday today. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, it is, <laughs> and a very important family that? member of mine. So happy birthday. We'll sing to Ronald Reagan later. Right. Okay.
2: What I needed to ask you, they said they created 517,000 jobs. Can somebody explain me where? And the second thing that I wanted to ask you is, this Jerome uh, Bernstein, uh, the economic advisor for uh, Biden, said that wages are up uh-huh. and that uh, prices are down. Yeah. Where, where does he live? Where, he, where lives, he lives down? in
4: Washington, D.C., where the wages yeah. are up because it's, uh, it's based in tax dollars. The only wages that are up will be traced to government spending. Everyone else has their wages down. But the truth isn't what gets these whores elected. If it was, there wouldn't be a Democrat holding office. What gets them elected is the lies.
10: Uh, let me also recognize my partners in the General Assembly, appropriately entitled Leader L.G. Sims, and Leader Nick Smith, um, doing terrific work. And again,
4: now the whole city, the counties, the state, sewers... Unless you're a gangster disciple or a Sinaloa cartel member or one of these slobs in on the scam that is the Democrat policies. But this is how you come out and sell it. So this is a preview. Only this is a fat guy who soiled his pants versus an old dimwit with dementia that soiled his pants. But Democrats none the the difference. And that is exactly what you're going to hear in the midst of failure. They pretend everything is wonderful. You've been listening to this your whole life, Rich.
10: We talk all the time about what more we need to do to lift up the people of Illinois. Lift them the up! The Set Ukraine me free! And economic Investment! grateful to them for grateful. all of the great ideas Money. and legislation. You're loving today. it!
4: Now, sure, more people get shot on an average day here than they do in the war zone of Ukraine. However, it's going to be fine. Things are straightening out. It doesn't happen overnight. Pass the- in
10: order to make it happen. I also want to recognize our DCEO Acting Director, Christian Richardson. Let's all pat each other
4: on the back. This is like the Grammys, only none of these idiots can carry a tune. What else you got?
2: But, but where did they create 517,000 jobs? What, it's a, a bald faced
4: uh... lie. They created it because they spend an omnibus spending bill that's 4,000 pages long that nobody read. It's a bunch of phony baloney jobs in their scam that is the Biden economy from the bottom up and the middle out and the guts on Google.
1: I think half of them is uh,
2: people that are going back to work because they ran out of, the, out of hey, all of the free money that the government was
4: giving them. Rich, you want to go see a bunch of one percenters that never have to worry about a thing in their life? Just drive past a streets and sand department in Chicago. Those are oh, the true yeah. one percenters. You take <laughs> care of yourself, Rich, in the Park. 312-642-5600.
1: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig.
6: And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
0: AM560. The answer.
4: You know, squirrel, the streets and sand guys actually work occasionally. I know a few of those guys. Cook County commissioners, on the other hand, they don't do jack. Each of them makes $99,800 a year, which is why the one that's running for uh, the socialist scum that's running for Chicago mayor, what the hell's his name, Johnson? Byron Johnson? He uh, wants to tax people making $100,000, so don't worry, he won't get taxed. You almost have to love the outrageousness, the open and notorious gangsterism in their policies. Here is a uh, Congress birthing person named Rosa DeLauro who is italian and man oh man she's obviously from the real ugly section of italy she's got purple hair squirrel no teeth she looks like the witch that gave snow white the apple but she's got some ideas she's gonna help people
11: first of all let me just mention i mentioned in my remarks and i know the senator wants to address that as well uh, congresswoman uh... chrissy hoolihan uh, has organized a working group, which is a bipartisan uh, working group. Uh, uh, and the senator will talk about her efforts in, in a second. Um, but I, I think, let me think about this, that not that long ago, those of us who were champions of this effort were regarded as the crazy aunts and uncles in the attic. Uh, we are, are now looking at a social policy that is the center of our public discourse because there's a recognition on both sides of the aisle that, in fact, we need to have a social policy that reflects how people are living today. Men, women, aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers, everyone is in the workplace. So it's no longer you can just stay at home uh, and and not get paid. So we're very encouraged by you know, the participation on both sides of the aisle.
4: So now the government will mandate all workers, everybody, you have a kid, you get sick, whatever it is, you get 90 days pay. Who pays for this? Hey, Rosa, DeLauro, you see, I'm very familiar with the ugly Italians. Most of you are the ones that supported Mussolini. See, you're socialists and fascists and communists. Like all the rest, you're ugly. You're repulsive, in fact. Not just uh, physically, but your policies. And what are you going to do? How many businesses will you drive out of business like the like the ghetto cities like Chicago? Are you going to do that? Moron. Uh David Lansing.
7: Hey Sean, you were right to point out that guy that is taking information through PayPal and It's uh, Alex
4: Karpface or just Karp if you want to look him up. Take a look at him now. Take a look at him at the World right. Economic Forum also known as the Fourth Reich in uh, Eagles. No know-
12: you yeah, don't know why these
7: people are dangerous. It's because, you know, Sun Tzu said in the art of war, he said that the most value, valuable player in a, in a war is the spy. These, peoples are, these people are essentially spies, like Zuckerberg so. and Facebook, yeah. you know, you, abusing our information, yet people still use, you know, Facebook and, you know, give this out their information more dangerous. Like candy on This Halloween. guy's
4: more dangerous because the people that downloaded PayPal 20 years ago had no idea that they were that their information was being sold to agencies that want to persecute them for their philosophical, political beliefs. So and this guy's are a thousand times a... worse than Zuckerberg. Ironically, yeah, missing real... the same hook in his mouth. Yeah, go ahead. Right. People
7: are worried about uh, a balloon up in the sky, but they're not worried about Feinstein's driver for 20 years, a spy. A spy can do a whole lot more damage than a balloon up in the sky. I mean, you know, people have to be... This sure is another shiny object for is the is a simps. New weapon, And, and they're a- just giving out their information like it's candy.
4: It's a shiny object for the simps that still vote Democrat and the never Trumper scums like Stephen Hayes, who magically got a new job on MSNBC. All of you never Trumper scum. Sit in the corner with the dunce Democrats. Sit there and shut your fricking mouth. I don't want to hear a word from you, Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, okay, thanks. you know, um,
2: we know that that uh, balloon wasn't up there uh, with the Chinese uh, taking and looking over uh, all their uh, millions of uh, acres that they bought and everything, checking on their farms and everything. But here's well, the hundreds deal. of
4: thousands. But all right, we'll we'll exaggerate if you want. Go
2: yeah, ahead. They got they, they, Hey, listen. The most serious part of that whole thing is the way that this Biden regime took and destroyed all the evidence. You could have took that thing down a bunch of ways, in a big pieces, or one big piece, or whatever you want to do. But what they did is they let that thing make do the mission, and then they blew that thing to smithereens to make sure that the Chinese could lie and say, "Oh, that Craig, was just a weather." I'm plan. not going to cut you off for no
4: reason, it. but I'm going to cut you off. This was yesterday, and this is a Republican.
13: Do you think we should have a policy that just anything that enters our airspace that's a balloon from China gets shot down immediately? Well,
9: first off, you have to understand this administration didn't just fail here. They failed to prepare after the first time this happened during this administration. The administration's already admitted, what? which I've been briefed on, that th- that China has done this before in the continental United States during this president's when tenure. When did that happen? Um, I, you have to let them uh, release that. I can't release classified okay. information, but, but they can tell you. We
13: also briefed on that. There was apparently two now, or I three want to talk about. It. You can't
4: pre- release classified information but you can just leak it on a sunday show that is house intelligence chair rep mike turner republican ohio says the biden administration needs to come forward i don't like that i don't care if he's a republican or democrat i don't like that
13: This
9: administration as well. Well, that's what they're saying now. But I think that that the administration needs to come forward because this is not an ability to to, um, say that this is a a crisis that was handed to them. This is a crisis that has developed as a result of this president during his administration allowing China to do a
4: similar Mm -hmm. act before, not responding, and then clearly. Well, wait a minute. So you're a congressman. You're a representative from Ohio. And you didn't say Jack? Why? Because you swore an allegiance to who exactly? See, you swore an allegiance to the people in Ohio and the people of this country, not the mafia government. We'll work on that later, you moron. I'll be back after this.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
4: What will save this country are good people speaking out. I'm very excited so about me, my next so guest. He's an attorney, science teacher, and the author of several books that you really need to take a look at. His new one is out tomorrow. This was CNN, How Sex, Lies, and Spies Undid the World's Worst News Network. Comes out tomorrow. He has one of the top five names I've ever interviewed. He is Kent Heckin' Lively. Kent, how are you? I'm doing great. Listen, I was looking at some of your books. I mean, fantastic stuff. And you have taken on topics that I find very interesting. Because what I believe will save this nation are people who understand that the law is the shield of the citizen, not the spear of the totalitarian, regardless of what duopoly they claim to be from. And what's very interesting is that you have been really taking this on since some um, COVID has become the weapon of the fascist among us. I find it to be excellent that you're taking on this topic and i'm wondering your new book is this just something that you love to do because your your books and over the last three years have primarily been about taking on the the tyrants among us
1: yeah so i think i've just kind of gotten into a groove as as i say i've become the unofficial biographer of project veritas whistleblowers <laughs> and so project veritas keeps turning out the whistleblowers and then handing them over to me and uh, and we, we put together a, a fun, interesting book that hopefully raises some important questions.
4: Now, Kent, the trajectory of our nation in, in your last couple of books that took on what I call to be the, the greatest bioweapon ever released on mankind, um, COVID, and taking on the, 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 the reaction, it does play into this book. It could have never happened unless we our media had been corrupted and our media had been infiltrated. What we're living through right now in the trajectory train change of a nation built in the enlightenment and the unalienable rights of the citizens could not have happened unless the media organizations were infiltrated and were operated as a propaganda network rather than a news network. Do I have it right?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, eventually you get to that point. Now, when I put this book together with uh, Kerry Porch, the Project Veritas whistleblower who'd worked at CNN for two years uh, you know that wasn 't necessarily where we started. you know we started with the bias at cNN uh, We started with um, you know the the unusual behavior and the connections between political figures like chris Cuomo and andrew cuomo and and how they were covering up uh, information but uh, you know what I had done was i I really um I, I try to do a lot of research for my book and I have, I've got a great team of researchers and, you know, I asked them to go hunt down CNN and see what was interesting and what they'd come back to me, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit surprised was this fact that 21 individuals that we identified um, who were on air personalities and people behind the camera have worked at some point in their career for the intelligence agencies so the question that we ask is, you know, how can you go from being a journalist where you're supposed to speak truth to power to working for power, having to sign secrecy agreements with power, and then going back into journalism where you're supposed to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? It just doesn't seem to fit, and, you know, we developed this thesis, and, and I, I acknowledge that this is speculation, but when you look at what's happened to our nation— is our media has really kind of made us hate each other. And, you know, I, the, the beginning of the book is really kind of a love letter to Ted Turner and his idea that what we are supposed to do when we had a controversy was we would get the smartest person on the left to debate the smartest person on the right and then let the audience decide. Well, you know, what we have now is, CNN will have, you know, the smartest person on the left and the stupidest person on the right. You know, and Fox <laughs> News will do kind of the same formula. And so my question is, why are we having this? And, and, and you know, I've, I've come to the conclusion when I see all, saw all of these intelligence ties that there are certain questions we need to be asking. Um, are they trying to make us fight? And I think one of the things that uh, the great additions that, my co-author Kerry Porch made to this whole discussion was, he's very interested in psychology mm-hmm. and he was looking at the psychology of domestic abusers. Well, domestic abusers don't just physically abuse they their mentally. victims, yeah. but they mentally abuse them. What they do is they tell them, you know, Oh, those friends and family members of yours, there's not really on your side. You should cut off ties with them. Well, isn't that exactly what our media has done? And so, you know, we asked the question, are the intelligence agencies really trying to divide America and, and, you know, to make it, you know, not the kind of country that I remember where, you know, Republicans get together and, and, you know, play softball and have picnics. And, you know, we have our, our disagreements, but, you know, we're Americans and we love each other.
4: Kent, you know, I'm old enough to remember, I'm born in the late sixties, and I'm old enough to remember when the media was not biased, when there were, you know, four stations, and one of them was local, and they had, you know, Bozo Circus on. And I'm, I, I remember there being a commonality of dignity and of principles. And I remember the nation, in general, although those differences uh, took place, there was a rejection of all forms of socialism and communism. It was the Cold War, and there, we had been in some financial I mean, uh, financial turmoil due to foreign policy, one of which was Vietnam. I was a little kid, and I right. remember when the last guy came off and he kissed the ground. There was also a scandal afoot in the 70s, and it was kind of led in by Frank Snapp. He came on television. He was a CIA operative, and he had said, we implemented a policy of, I think it was called Mockingbird, but I could be wrong. And right. we, would, we would lie to newscasters, newspeople and we would get them to double down and they talk to another CIA guy who would double the lie. Now we've gone fast forward to 2023. We're just hiring CIA guys. We're just hiring Department <laughs> of I mean it, it, can we stop this or has it just devolved too much into a hybrid Soviet society?
1: Well, you, you know, it, it's an excellent question you, you you ask and I I think that you know, we need to to look at these questions and to say how exactly is this being done? And, 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 I think that, you know, people who, you know, may consider themselves more conservatives, may more liberal, uh, they need to start listening to each other. What, what I'm really happy about is, you know, two of the three whistleblowers that I've worked with on project Veritas from project Veritas, they have been people who started on the left. I mean, Carrie porch was, was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, uh, Zach Voorhees that I did Google links with. He was an Occupy Wall Street kind of guy. So I, I think it's, it's never too late to try and get people to listen to you and, and, you know, address them with respect and with kindness. And that's kind of why I say, you know, the, the book begins as kind of a love letter to the vision of Ted Turner, which was he just wanted to bring the information to the American public. And, yes, Ted Turner was was very liberal but, you know, he had he, he had what used to be liberal values, which is free speech. And he, he never wanted that to happen. And I think it's interesting, you know, considering that he was pushed out of the network he founded in 2004. Now we here are in 2023. We see the results of that, which is that, you know, CNN's numbers are crashing. I, I mean, I, I kind of think, uh, you know, I, I'm betting right now 60 to 40 percent that CNN is not going to last as a news network because of their numbers going down so much.
4: I'm more concerned about G.G. Sowen being the head of the FCC. I think that's how you say her <laughs> name, but I, don't, I mean, G.G. Sowen is a Marxist, is a communist sympathizer. And what you have is this celebration of CNN, but their parent company, they don't give a rip. They need the write-off anyway. When you realize, you know, there's a problem I think Americans have. They hear words government, and they forget that they're simply people. They hear words media, and they forget that they're simply people. And when, if you've ever been to Manhattan, the clubs at night are riddled with scumbag drug dealers, scumbag Wall Street guys, and scumbag bag media people. And they're all in there getting drunk, partying, picking up each other. Does your book cover some of that scandal that is the people that make up our news
1: Yeah. So, uh, Kerry porch worked for CNN for about two years. Um, he was actually on contract as a satellite uplink technician, which means he got the news van always ready. So he had a chance to really see these people up close and, you know, some of them, you know, did seem to be kind of like scumbags, like, you know, even inside CNN, everybody avoided Jeffrey Tubin, for example.
4: Um, uh, <laughs> you don't want to Zoom call that son of a gun. That's the enemy of all well, FaceTime, is Jeffrey Tubin. Put it down. Well, well you know,
1: he, 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 even before that, what he had done was uh, he had gotten the the daughter of one of his colleagues pregnant. So, this was not a, a man with, you know, a high moral standards. Apparently um, neither is his wife. Have, yeah, and, and then you have... Um, you know, everybody kind of thought that Chris Cuomo was full of himself. So, you know, nobody was really unhappy to, to see negative things happen to him. But, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because what you had kind of when Chris Cuomo imploded at CNN was that that was kind of what set off the Jeffrey Zucker resignation, the Allison and and, you know, just so much came out. And, you know, what I like to do is – I like to go to the actual reports. So, you know, as I'm reporting on the Andrew Cuomo and Chris Cuomo situation, what do I go to? I go to the New York Attorney General's report on them. So, I'm really not trying to do a hatchet job on the left or a hatchet job on the right. I'm just saying, hey, let's take a look at, at something like CNN and and see what happens with these individuals, how that impacts the news and and what I think is the the, the big headline of the book is, you know, we discovered 21 individuals at CNN, some of them very significant on-air personalities who have intelligence backgrounds. And how is it that you can? How how can you go from an intelligence agency uh, to, you know, oh, I'm because giving you
4: the news straight. How can our how can our war? office go from a budget that should be 200 billion to a trillion dollars. And you realize it's because the American people have been propagandized. And this is one thing that, that just, I think there can be an agreement with those people who considered themselves on the left. The reality is, I've been characterized as conservative. I reject that. I believe in the fundamental principles of Americanism. And I think if we're going to get it back, we need to break the duopoly. And I'm hoping your book leads to that by exposing the fact that these people you're turning to and you're trusting are people not only just like you, but in often cases worse than you, as I call Washington, D.C., where you worked for a while as either Vegas for nerds or Caligula for the sexually frustrated? Which do you think fits better?
1: (laughs) You know, I I like Vegas for nerds. Uh, Um, uh, You know, one of the things that we're doing also is we've got two hashtags that we're using to get this on social media. Hashtag ThisWasCNN and hashtag CNNSpooks. So I I encourage your listeners to to put that out. Um, But what I think is really important to understand is, there are things that we can come together and agree about. For example, like Jim Sekudo, their national security correspondent. Well, from 2000, December 2011 to May of 2013, he was chief of staff, special advisor to Gary Locke at our embassy in Beijing, China. Now, oh. are you telling me honestly that somebody... Who had that level of access didn't have to sign security oaths and he knows a whole lot about the secrets of our government he's going on news acting like he's telling you what's true and you know it's not just that there are things he's prevented from saying I think that this is an influence operation by the intelligence agencies and so these people you know, I'm I'm thinking that, you know, they get lied to themselves. They they probably tell these news people, oh, come on in. You really need to understand what government is like, you know, and and, you know, then they find themselves co- self-compromised. I mean, if I was an evil spy chief, this is exactly the strategy I would use to corrupt a network and yes. a nation. I would bring you in. I would make you feel that, oh, no, this is great. This is going to make you a better reporter. And then once I've got my hooks into them, I would say, oh, you know, you really can't say that. Oh, no. No, you know.
4: Ken, what happens it, to just, people who are, who are beaten down is after a while they prefer the beautiful lie to the ugly truth. And that's to the point yeah. we in this nation. I mean, to watch yeah, Joe Biden I mean, come out and pretend to be capable, there's a guy that couldn't get a job in any small business, in any business. He couldn't be a greeter at Walmart. And this son of a gun is the president of the United States. And I, I, I think, you know, I prefer our father's and our grandfather's era, where we identified the common enemy, which was collectivism, which was totalitarianism, and we rejected it on whole. Now, we could argue about the nuances, but not a one of those members of that generation would accept our current climate, the policies, the media, none of it.
1: Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, that's why I think it's important for us to keep talking because I know that there are people on the other side who remember those days just as well as we did. Um, and so uh, that's why I just keep pushing this message. You know, my mission is to get right and left to start talking to each other again um, you know, our media campaign, hashtag this was CNN, hashtag CNN spooks. You know, w- we got to drive this book to the top of the bestseller list because then the conversation begins. So,
4: you're, you know, you're, sell- with, you're pre-selling one right now. Power. I'm buying it. I'm buying it on the next break. He is Kent Peckin Lively. <laughs> the new book is This Was CNN, How Sex, Lies, and Spies Undid the World's Worst News Network. It's out tomorrow. Kent I wish you the best of luck. Please come back, because I see you crank out a book every six months, and I love some of your old stuff. I want to talk about that next time. We have a deal? Okay, deal. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
5: But remember, they the biggest, best, strongest lobbyists, and they're doing a number. Just stick with us. Don't believe the crap you see from these people, the fake news.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. I want to tell the truth,
4: baby. i gonna give you. believe we're going to have to watch this with his diapers. State of delusion. Are you going to watch it, squirrel? No, I'm not watching it. Truth, Let me, let's celebrate Ronald Reagan's birthday. Happy birthday to you.
13: Fact is, years of runaway government spending in the 60s and 70s produced an inflationary binge that threw millions of people into poverty and that runaway government spending was for a program the government called the war on poverty where well, poverty won
4: and it's winning again you know it's amazing what happens this time it's worse because these democrats they're actually dumber
13: than the last crop and then our first tax cut took effect and ignited one of the strongest economic expansions in history between 1983 and 1984 Poverty dropped faster and farther than it had in over 10 years. Those figures prove conclusively that big government, big spending, and inflationary policies create poverty. And that tax cuts, less government, and a thriving private sector promote self-sufficiency and prosperity.
4: And it's the only thing that works. The only thing. In the meantime, I guess we're going to go ha- have to go down memory lane with this crop of dimwits and morons. Dr. Joe
12: Grease. Yes, uh, Sean, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was talking to a Russian lady in 1990 when they had the latest crash of the ruble. Uh, they decided to go with her mother and take out the money that they had in the bank that they had it for a few generations in there. Yeah. Well, they took the money out, and they were able to buy a milkshake, each one of them, and they drank it, and that was it. Better pay be a good milkshake. Two yeah, generations of life savings. Sick. You
4: want chocolate or vanilla, ma? That's a rough economy, <laughs> brother. Yeah
12: yeah and then they were saying to me that she was saying to me that they were not feeling so bad because there were other people that they had lost a lot more money. now, is that what we're trying to emulate? I'm not sure that I think that's where it's going, you know, with all the inflation and all the stuff that's going on
4: it's an interesting you know history will have a way of revealing the, the level and the magnitude of the devastation of, of Bidenomics. I don't know. But what I do know is it can be turned around very quickly if the, the right people are in the right place. You can tolerate 90% of the wrong people in the, in the, in the wrong place. As long as you get the upper echelon that understands the restraint has to be put on the most corrupt people among us, government and the spending. That's the simple answer. Now, if you have the, the fortitude of the nation, to recognize that and demand the resignation of Joe Biden after tomorrow's performance. That's what will be interesting. You know, we never know what history is going to be. The people could watch this yeah. buffoon and all come to an agreement. The foreign policy atrocities, the domestic deceit, and the and the fact that Joe Biden is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party and the oligarch-run Ukraine, it could happen overnight. And they demand after this idiot stumbles and fumbles and destroys his pants, that we've had enough. Let's be optimistic, Dr. Yeah. Joe. In the meantime, you ride this out and you let me know when I can come over for dinner because that's my favorite food, and I can't wait for you to uh, tell me where okay. to go to eat, to eat I,
12: will, I will let you know. I will let you know. Maybe Easter will be the best time over there because at least they got each uh, city got free food out there, yeah. the mayor. Yeah. yeah. And if my
4: generations of saving money buys me one meal, I'm going to want that spanakopita. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dr. Joe. Light that cheese on fire, Tim in Westlake, or I mean in uh, Lake County. Tim, yeah, Sean. Yeah, I thought for a minute there you were holding hands with Nikki Whaley. I couldn't get her on the phone either. Hello.
1: Yeah, where? But she passed out. So no,
4: Sean, she, she, you know she, she was probably there was a bad connection. It's the NSA, the CIA, or the DIA. It's one of these damn institutions. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> it was a Chinese food. Yeah, those Chinese bastards. I got I got yeah. guys quoting me, yeah. Sun Tzu, the art of war. I would have taken Sun Tzu and banged his head off the tavern table until he shut his damn mouth. He talked a lot, to that Sun Tzu. Go ahead. Yeah. So,
1: Sean, the nation, you know, the nation's in trouble. It, 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 in the days when my father was a kid, they'd sit around the radio and they'd listen to the State of the Union address with pending
12: doom and gloom and uh, hope. And prosperity, that something good is going to come out of it. And then when my father was uh, uh, an adult, they would sit around the TV
1: in the 50s. They'd watch the State of the Union Address with the same attitude. Nowadays, who wants to listen to the State of the Union Address? Because it's all a pack of lies.
4: Tim, out of terrible times come great times. That's the part you focus Guys like me and you, we make great times. We could. Are you kidding me? You think this wrinkled asshole dementia patient is going to ruin my life? Not on your life. No. What will happen is no. he'll destroy things, we'll come out better on top. As long as you maintain the reality that we're Americans and we can take hard times. We've yep. been through it a million different times. From the, uh, yep. from the, the era of feudalism came the Enlightenment. We're going to shake this son of a dog off because our principles are far better than these baby-murdering rat bastards called Democrats. Thank you very much, Tim. And that's the part to focus on. And in the meantime, let's have fun. After all, there are some really good comedy parts to it.
3: Democrats, we are delivering. Actually, we are delivering big
4: time.
3: Says the girl who got there with her shirt off. Go ahead, Kamala. What else you got, babe? I'll speak in a moment about the fact that I think most of us who are devout public servants understand that we... in go- <laughs> That's what they call the town
4: pump now. Devout public servants. I think that's what our, my friends called them, too. We used to go behind
3: the house, blow the horn, they come running out
4: no matter what they had on. Kamala. Government have
3: great possibility in terms of the the range at which we work as government. But when we are joined with our friends in the private sector, we can take advantage of the skills and the innovation that they so uniquely in so many situations are able to accomplish and grow. Brilliant. She's going to be great in those Saudi meetings. Our meeting today includes not only the work that we intend to do going forward, but working together to talk about how we can measure the success we have had thus far and continue to improve on the work we've done. You know, it's funny
4: when they talk about measuring success and they have their clothes on. You could look to any of these Democrat sewers and you could see the levels of success.
8: A story you'll only see on two, two employees at O'Hare Airport are sounding the alarm and what they say is a homeless population that has gotten out of
4: control there. No. And they say
12: it's causing them to feel unsafe. CBS News Jackie Kostek live at O'Hare this
4: morning. Squirrel, is this the same O'Hare Airport that had $8 billion in renovations, even though you can't find a straight board or a urinal that's hung on with anything other than toothpaste? Is this the same O'Hare that's going to get $7 billion more from Pete Buttigieg? I think it is. Boy, oh boy, I hope the homeless appreciate it. I hope they're not like those ungrateful immigrants. With more from those workers, as well as the city's response to this, Jackie.
8: Yeah, Ryan and Audrina, finding shelter on a brutally cold days like today is especially important. Now, those two employees are overnight custodians here at O'Hare, and they say security is not always around during their shift, and they have been harassed by the homeless population
4: that is staying here overnight. So those- See, when I was a kid, number one, there were not a tenth of the homeless people you see now. And number two, they were ashamed. Now you got these arrogant bums that smell like the rest of O'Hare. B.O. and urine.
8: Two employees sending CBS2 these photos showing
4: people sleeping on heater vents, using the terminal to dry their. And then they're sleeping on the vents? Come on, you're just spreading that stink around. No wonder when the airplane door opens, you smell Democrat failure, also known as B.O. ...clothes and leaving
8: the bathrooms trashed.
3: They have come up behind you. This one man followed us last night. From the time we get here to the time we leave in the morning, they be here. Those
8: employees say their managers tell them to be aware of their surroundings and call police. But they say police tell them that they can't do anything unless they're physically touched.
4: (laughs) Oh, it's just going to be great. You're going to love the new O'Hare It'll be a total of $15 billion of the greatest homeless shelter known to man. It's O'Hare, another gem of the Chicago Democrat Mafia.
12: Chicago police, as you can see right behind me, they've been here monitoring the scene after a small group of protesters tried to block migrants from moving in earlier today. Migrants apparently from Venezuela will be temporarily housed here at the former Wadsworth Elementary School so far. What's the State of the Union, Squirrel?
4: It sucks, because any time a Democrat is in charge of anything, it's failure on top of failure on top of failure. Where is Joe Biden, and do you have a picture of him in his clockwork orange jumpsuit with his eyelids open? Can give an update on when the president be coming back from Camp David? Is there a reason for his delay?
8: No, no update on when he's going to be returning.
4: I think we had mentioned,
8: and you probably saw his Twitter account this
4: weekend. No, no, no. Sideshow Bob, his Twitter account could be operated by any of the Marxist mafia members like anybody else's Twitter. It could be a Russian bot or a Chinese bot. Something tells me it's Chinese because I know when the president is done tweeting, I'm hungry for more.
8: Uh, just laying out how um, on social media, uh, how the president was uh, was going to Camp David to uh, focus on uh, his speech for tomorrow night.
4: <laughs> He's like Richard Daly studying for the bar. There's just a bunch of Democrats around shouting answers at him, hoping he remembers it. You know how he passed the bar, don't you? He didn't. He had someone else take the test. I wonder if we can get a pinch president. I just Oh, I think we can get a pinch president. I
5: think we can. They have a drug problem. They should be going to rehabilitation, not to jail. We should fundamentally change the system, and that's what I'm going to do. Why didn't he do it four years ago? Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you? I when am You not were vice the... president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do, and you're going to do this, but you were there just a short time ago, and you guys did nothing. We did You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama. And somebody else
4: is going to run. We may not know the name, but I hope it doesn't come from the sewer of politics, because if this country is going to stand a chance, it's going to take one of us who understands right from wrong, one of us who can articulate the scam that is our government today.
13: All they can talk about or think about, they don't dare mention it in this election year, is they'll go right back if given the chance to more big spending, big taxing, more regulations, more meddling and make work, more big government coming through the windows, under the door and down the chimney.
4: (laughs) Happy birthday to you. That's what today is. Ronald Reagan's birthday. The greatest president who could articulate the American principles. He won his second election in the greatest margin of victory in any presidential election. But that's before they had ballot harvesting and other ways that Democrat mafia can cheat. So you have to suffer through this in diapers. This asset of Chinese communists and Russian oligarchs and Ukrainian oligarchs pretending to be president tomorrow. We'll get through it. We're Americans. Don't watch that damn thing. I'll be back to take Greg and LaGrange and your calls, 312-642-5600, after this.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On The Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
8: Milkshake brings all our
4: boys to the yard. And it better be a good milkshake. Two-generation life savings. Yours, Chocolate, you, vanilla, my, live it up, huh? Get strawberry. Yard, That's what it's like when these like, idiots take over anything. Right. Greg and LaGrange. Yeah, so you got to run that airport thing by me again. You're telling me that <laughs> I'm telling you, you $15 be... billion and the homeless are using it as a laundromat. That's what I'm telling you. So, what do you think of that, kid?
1: So you're telling me that in a clear assault where you're being threatened by someone, the police and the security there can't take action until you get
4: blackjacked? Blackjack to the side Sun of your said perhaps you should split the head of the homeless that try to harass people.
8: The number of homeless people at O'Hare is growing. Haymarket Center serves the population and tracks the numbers. They say they've encountered 431 people back in 2021, and in 2022,
4: 618. That's a... That's an increase.
8: Here. 53% junk. But both Haymarket and the city agree that the terminal space outside of security is considered public property,
4: and the homeless community can be here. Now, the city is... Her- Brother, I, got, I have pictures, Greg, of waiting for an Uber. And you know the funny thing about Chicago homeless? They're all built like Pritzker. It's the only city in the world where the homeless are 320 pounds of stink, and they lay on the radiators. It smells like a bacalá factory in there. Yeah, terrible.
9: It's amazing. Yeah, The O'Hare Airport is owned by private
2: investors, and they can't keep people safe. It's This is this is your post-legal
9: world, your post-law. Yeah. Inviting
2: this is good world. news, man, because War you know what will
4: happen? A couple of entrepreneurs in Melrose Park without a bright future, but a couple of billy clubs, they'll hire themselves up as cleanup artists, and they'll throw these homeless out on the street. And in the meantime, they're willing to take the beef, but you have to clean it up. Otherwise you got a $15 billion homeless shelter, which is what O'Hare really is. By the way, it stinks in there anyway. There's not a clean spot behind security. Filthy animals. Thank you very much, Greg and LaGrange. That seems to be what you get. However, you, all you need is a good trust fund baby with butter-soft hands who couldn't do a push-up if you told them there was a billion dollars in it for him.
10: Church and our Intersect Illinois CEO, Dan Seals, both of whom are engaged every day in trying to attract businesses and jobs to the state of illinois
4: what's the slogan move your business here i dare you it should be the slogan in the meantime these democrats they have good salesmen they really do
7: and today i'm now proud to stand here with you senator and to support the president to get more and more things here in pennsylvania
4: see that's a good thing If you're a Democrat and you're in the mafia, there are absolutely no standards. And you can continue to get all the money in the world, because we just passed an omnibus bill, bipartisan, I might add, of 4,100 pages, and we don't have a clue what's in it. (laughs) Easy, Fetterman, we'll let you sell it later.
0: The military gauged the different risks and the different uh, benefits of, of different approaches, made the decisions that they did.
4: What do you think it would cost to get Pete Buttigieg to see we're in the Navy? You ever hear that song? We're in the Navy. Uh, da, 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 da. That's why the pants have the flare. They're really good in those music lineups when they kick, like the Rockettes.
0: Brought this thing down without that incident. Right, but the presumption has got to be that the Chinese were able to gather intelligence hovering over the United States for day after day, especially over some of these sensitive sites. I'm sure there's a similar presumption about what spy satellites do. Uh, that is well outside of my lane. I'm just glad that nobody was hurt as this thing came down. What,
4: <laughs> what is your lane, Pete? You got a lane? I, I don't think you do. Can you get Merlot out of Kashmir? You're the only one in that government qualified to answer that question.
9: In this one, not seeing the urgency of what was unfolding. I mean, the president allowed this to go across our most sensitive sites and wasn't even going to tell the American public. If you hadn't broken this story, Mm -hmm. uh, the American public would not have even known. There was no attempt to notify Congress, no attempt to put uh, together the gang of eight. Uh, I think this administration lacks urgency.
4: I just, you think so? I just want to know if Millie called his Chinese counterpart to see if everything was okay. I mean, after all, that's what you did when you were a treasonous traitor to the oath you swore when you called during the Trump administration. Did they call you, Millie? Hey, you, with that tough look on your face, pansy that you are. Did they call you traitor? I'll be back after
3: this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck,
4: exactly does your government tell you the truth can you pick a policy can you pick an arena can you pick a statistic can you pick a bureaucracy that tells you the truth in regards to virtually anything yet we continue to turn to our abuser for help when the government gives us a jobs report that is completely outrageous and nearly three and a half times what the expected number was can you trust it anymore? Uh, I don't. I don't believe a word that comes out of a liar's mouth, but I've been like that since I'm a kid. You get about one chance to lie to me. Then the rest of the time you're going to have to prove it. Can the government prove anything? Let's bring on E.J. Antoni of Heritage Foundation. Is there any credibility in jobs numbers anymore when the government is clearly lying through its derriere?
2: Oh, Sean, I don't think so, because everything else is just pointing the other direction. I mean, it doesn't matter if we want to talk about survey data from other government agencies or private companies, whatever the case may be. Everything is saying that the job market is anemic right now. And yet, all of a sudden, January has this massive upward surprise. I just think there has to be something wrong with these numbers.
4: And there's two major arenas to substantiate our suspicion. One is the welfare rolls. The welfare rolls have never been greater. It's, it's almost astonishing, and it's almost the equivalent of the percentage of Americans that cannot write a check for over $700. It's about 63% when I look at it. I've been paying attention to job numbers for the last 30 years of my life diligently. When you have expectations of 105,000, and it comes out at 517, there is a fraud afoot. Now, how do we prove it? And if you do prove it, does anybody even matter? I mean, at, at this level... With Joe Biden, the the most obvious failure and liar and corrupt fool this country's ever had as president, do they expect the truth anymore, or are they comfortable being told the lie as a lullaby and just continue to hope that the welfare system bails them out?
2: Well, to take your last question first, I think it's pretty obvious that, that they are absolutely content to continue to be told lies, provided they still get their checks every month. But, I mean, in terms of how on, earth, how on earth do we tell us if these numbers are, are, are fraudulent, let's say, or or if they're just statistically wrong, unfortunately, there's no quick answer for that. We have to wait until additional data is gathered in the future. But, again, I mean, you can, you can look at, even if you don't want to talk about private data, look at other official government data from the regional Federal Reserve Banks, and they all show businesses have either slowed, stopped uh, hiring, or they're hemorrhaging jobs. You can't tell me that this was some kind of blockbuster blowout number that we should all just accept without taking another look at it.
4: I call Joe Biden's economic scheme feudalism. When you see some very two, there are two numbers that were released last week and over the weekend that I find shocking and I have yet to hear anybody talk about. When you, when you play the race-baiting game that the Democrats like to play and you separate the black community from the rest of the society the way the Democrats like to cherry-pick data, you find two very important statistics. As a community, if they were a country, they would be the eighth most successful country in the world American blacks. However, if you look at the ownership among American blacks, it is at a 51 year low. Simultaneously with that, so is home ownership among Americans that are 39 and younger. At a certain point, these specific canaries in the coal mine will rear their head and you'll skip over recession and you'll start to acknowledge the feudalism of not just joe biden but the american economy that is getting its numbers through fraudulent miscleo style frauds and at a certain point how do you get credibility back or has the american people been so used to lie being lied to over the last hundred years they just don't care anymore
2: Well, Sean, I I don't know how the the government can get credibility back. I don't know how they can re-earn our trust because they have squandered any trust that we ever gave them. I I don't care if that's about uh, economics or if it's uh, information related to the vaccine or if it's information related to morality. I mean, in what way has this government not betrayed its sacred trust?
4: You know, we look at O'Hare Airport. Is, a, is an airport out of Chicago that Chicago actually stole the land and claimed it their own and they created this little country that would make the Vatican sick and it is a, um, a golden goose of corruption right now as I talk to you it has become a ho- homeless encampment a homeless shelter along with empty schools that still operate so that they can be golden gooses of corruption and democrat run sewers is there a certain point in your opinion where the people who are cast into these ghettos of utopia, the Democrat policies, reject it. And if you had to guess what it would be, would it be an economic market correction or a declaration of World War III? I'm curious to know your opinion.
2: Well, I mean, history tells us that it tends to be the the economic correction, thank God. Uh, but I mean, if you look at, for example, places like New York, especially New York City, which... I had the unfortunate displeasure of having to be there almost all last week. Uh, you know, we're talking about places that have, for decades, been under Democrat domination. And what has the result of those liberal policies been? It's been exactly what you're talking about. It's more homeless. It's collapsing schools. It's people unafford, uh, unable to afford basic necessities like food and shelter i mean my goodness is it any wonder why people are leaving these places in droves and heading to florida
4: you know it's funny though as you say that i just read an article where the the mayor who is a cartoon character and every once in a while stumbles on the truth he slept in a homeless shelter last night to show solidarity and i'm reminded of the tramp that Chicago had as a mayor, Jane Byrne, who got there because she was connected to mafia guys and slept her way to the mayor's office. And now she has a ramp that cost the people more money than the Hoover Dam and took twice as long. Um, uh, do, do Democrats in these communities like when they see their politicians make these open stunts? And does it um, buy credibility? Or you know, as you sit here in Chicago, we have, I don't know, six or seven versions of idiocy, all versions of, of Mayor Lightfoot running And until somebody stands up and says to the people, listen, this is not normal. The way you're living is a third world corrupt hellhole way. Do you want it to continue? Because simultaneous with this, we have a governor who is a a stone liar who got up today and celebrated more government welfare and another project of Golden Goose money laundering. And I know these neighborhoods. I still talk to these people exclusively and a lot of people of all races are getting to the boiling point and i'm wondering if your predictions of joe biden fumbling failing stuttering and twitching will help tomorrow i think tomorrow could be a big day and i'm wondering what you're predicting
2: you know it it really could be a high watermark for his presidency in a lot of ways Because if you look at polling now, and you know it's bad when places like the Washington Post and CNN are covering this, okay? You are looking at recent economic polling where the American people are saying that they are worse off now than they were two years ago at rates higher than any other point in about 35 years. So people are not buying all of the BS. People are seeing through the fake statistics People are are no longer uh, uh, eating this tripe from the administration about how the labor market is just on fire and everything is more equitable and corporations and the rich are paying their fair share and on and on and on. People aren't buying it because they're seeing the reality of gasoline getting more expensive once once again, of being unable to afford eggs for for crying out loud, let alone a a nice steak for dinner.
4: I am... You know, I'm in the real estate business. I do it every day. And it's amazing when you when you really listen to both the sellers and the buyers, and you see the kind of mass exodus mm-hmm. from these Democrat areas. But one thing that's astonishing is in these Democrat sewers, there's constant new construction projects. Yet private construction spending in December was flat. I learned that from a tweet you released just a little while ago. Um, what is the way of the future when it comes to construction? Will it? leave these these mafia run areas because it it's being choked off by the the real um demand for it or will it just try to get in these mafias so they can pretend to build exit ramps named jane Byrne too what do you predict for private construction companies and is this the kind of separation economically that all the people with an iq over 60 predict
2: Well, right right now, Sean, the only thing already that is sustaining construction levels in a lot of these blue states is exactly that. It's government finance projects. It's not private construction. Why? Largely because everyone's leaving those places. They can't sustain their own populations, for crying out loud. What do they need more construction for? They need, they need less buildings, not more. They need less infrastructure, not more. And so you now have created this perverse incentive where private businesses need to go to the government trough. They need to grease the skids for politicians via campaign donations so that they can get access to to taxpayer money in order to sustain their businesses, because those Democrats have basically driven out so much private business that there's not enough left to keep those companies afloat in many instances.
4: I see that every time um, Joe Biden opens his mouth and lies about the economy, he does it from union halls, union halls that have contracts exclusively with the government. Yet private unions and the people that I know in unions, my friends and family that are in unions, they seem to be only waiting for or getting invited to jobs that are funded by the government. Um, this construction number that you're speaking of, is this the, the canary in the coal mine to unions admitting that they can only derive their sustenance from government spending? I
2: think so. and And it's not just construction. I mean, you can look at all other kinds of of investment and you start seeing the exact same pattern. You know, you're as you said, you're in real estate something that you've seen uh under under Biden has been monthly mortgage payments just explode because not only have we had inflation in the real estate market, but now we have interest rate hikes as well, and both of those have caused monthly payments to go up dramatically. Just for the median priced home in this country, that monthly payment is up 80%. That's like $9500 a year for the same
4: house. Same house. Not not just one year, that's for 30 years. When you look at the policies of Russia, also known as Mother Russia to some old Soviets, when you look at those economic policies, you see a 13% flat tax. You see taxation on real estate that is infinitesimal to these Democrat sewers. You see an energy policy that is optimistic and exploding. I feel like their economy is growing, even though this Dinwood in diapers who stole our election told us that he was going to hurt their economy while he stripped away ownership by hedge funds and private individuals and Russian stock companies. And no one wants to talk about the billions of dollars stolen. In the meantime, what's the economy look like in Russia for manufacturing and other improvements?
2: You know, believe it or not, it's a world better than it is here. I mean, I, 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 hate, I hate saying that, right? I mean, it, it, it sounds terrible, but it's true. Manufacturing in Russia, despite the fact that foreign orders have just fallen off a cliff, as you would expect, right, largely from those sanctions you were just mentioning, but domestic orders have gone through the roof. And as people in Russia are increasingly relying on their own industry for production and consumption, They're seeing a a boom in jobs. They're seeing a boom in private investment. Uh, I mean, again, I hate to say it because of, of all the bad actions that Putin has taken, but Biden could really learn a thing or two about how Putin is handling the economy, especially when it comes to monetary policy.
4: So history has vindicated me, once again, let's get back to this, to me on this subject, when I predicted after Joe Biden usurped the office that any sanctions he said he was going to put on Russia and China, he'd actually be putting on the American people. Do you think that maybe the undeniable fact that Joe Biden is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party will be... Uh, accepted by the American people, as even some Democrats are a little disgusted with the fact that we now have Chinese balloons flying abroad, and they're not just telling us, yes, it's true, we do own the president.
2: I mean, my goodness, like, could, could we have a better example of the fecklessness of our leadership in Washington than this, this whole latest uh, uh, balloon episode? I mean, my goodness, we we literally let them collect all the data they wanted to via these balloons before deciding we could shoot it down. I mean, what planet are these people on? What on earth were they possibly thinking?
4: Before I let you go, debt ceiling. It's Kabuki theater when you watch this imbecile, who is the Speaker of the House on the Republican side, and I know he's working for his Republican conservative principal uh, bona fides. However, what you what I see before me is another political whore who led with, yes, of course, we have to raise the debt ceiling. Is it going to make a lick of difference for the next two years?
2: You know, it, it might. Here's Here's the question. Can those handful of conservatives in the House continue to hold Speaker McCarthy hostage? And that's effectively what they're doing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's effectively what they're doing. Can they continue to hold McCarthy hostage to the point where he gives in to their demands and achieves the spending cuts that conservatives want in exchange for that increase in the debt ceiling?
4: Now, I know you constantly write articles and you release them mainly in in economics because that is your bailiwick. When you're watching the speech tomorrow and you're going to write your next article, have you even thought of naming it lipstick on a pig Biden style?
2: You know what, can I steal that? That's really good. I, Go I might have
4: to. You, know, you have my absolute permission. I wouldn't mind to be mentioned. You know, I'm looking to get a job at Fox, and I don't have a thong that I will wear backwards and parade myself around. In the meantime, I always look at Heritage, and I specifically look for E.J. And Tony, you are my guy. Thank you very much. Can't wait for the next article.
2: Sean, thanks for having me, as always.
4: We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
7: But, you know, you can, you know, you, you can put uh, lipstick on a pig, It's still a pig.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: Governor Huckabee Sanders will give the rebuttal to this imbecile some-call president. You know, I mean, let's have a little fun with the fact that as aggravated as we are, it's not nearly the stress level of these people trying to get off, to pass off this dimwit in diapers as the president.
5: No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. And they've been telling me since I got elected they're going to be in a recession. Every time we've gone, we've gotten better. Where in the hell is it written that says America can't lead the world of manufacturing again? Where is that written? I don't know where it's written. And it's not going to be on my watch. Talk about being deprived of your pride. Look at your child. Your child.
4: And then he sniffs your child, the sick bastard who showered with his own daughter and his Come son on, was a man smoking freak. It's unbelievable, but there's good news. There's really, really good news. Over the weekend, communists went out to California, and they would walk up to minorities. And they would ask him what the biggest problem in America is.
8: Joe Biden has recently said that the biggest threat to the United States is white supremacy. What do you guys think about that? Is that the greatest threat?
2: The greatest threat is not white supremacy. If we're talking...
4: Now, this is not a Caucasoid. This is a person of color. And the only thing better than her answer is the look on the reporter's face.
11: About
2: the Trump era, or if it's about the Trump era, Trump era is definitely not white supremacy. The biggest threat is the left left communist ideas implemented into our education system and you're definitely not a you're, you're not a lefty i'm not a lefty i'm not a commie i don't like commies oh. commies have ruined every country
4: and they fly balloons over our country with the help of the traitors in our own government this time they have even the president
5: on wednesday when i was briefed on the balloon i ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on wednesday as soon as possible
4: he can't even speak. And he hasn't had a press conference for one year. Tomorrow's gonna be fun. It really is. Let's get cheery about it. And we can have some more of this go on.
5: They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was to got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. Can't
6: enunciate a
5: word. Not one
6: word. And if you look at this poll, are you worse off financially since the president took office? Uh, this is in the Washington Post ABC poll. Uh, that's the highest number they've been polling for 37 years. And 41% of Americans say they're worse off since the president took office. That's the old Ronald Reagan question, right, right for reelection. election Do you feel better off uh, than you were four years ago? So that's a tough one.
11: It's
4: not a tough one. Even the homeless people are sick of this dimwit.
5: It successfully took it down.
4: The U.S. shooting down a suspected Chinese spy balloon Stoking tensions between the two nations Secretary Blinken defending the action After postponing his trip to Beijing
0: Any country That has its airspace violated in this way I think would uh, respond similarly and-
4: I'm sure they're afraid of shark eyes And Tony Blinken Who refuses to blink with his dead shark eyes Why isn't anyone talking about the fact Your money that you invested in this country It's gone You don't own the farmland anymore Why aren't they telling the big banks and all of the big banks that have been bailed out by the people, you're done doing business with these Chinese communist bastards? Why? Because they're running interference of the traitor president that pretends to sit in office now while he is in Camp David, locked up with his clockwork orange jumpsuit on and his eyes wide open to a bunch of answers that are full of dung.
0: And uh, I can only imagine what the reaction would be in China if they were on uh, the other end.
4: China slamming the move, calling it an overreaction. The foreign ministry saying this. The Chinese side clearly requested that the U.S. appropriately deal with this in a calm, professional, and restrained manner. For the- Yeah, we are. We just eminent domained your 338,000 acres that you admit to, plus the other 75,000 no one's supposed to know about. That land is ours now. Eminent domain, we took it away from the Communist Chinese party. The U.S. to insist on using armed forces is clearly an excessive reaction. No, we don't have to use armed forces. The land is ours. The investments are ours. Now go away before I get hungry for more. 312-642-5600.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: What happened to the foothills of the Himalayas? What happened to I've met by G.J. Payne? And you look at exactly what this country was prior to this and diaper stealing the election. I remember way back in the early 90s after Ronald Reagan, whose birthday it is, there, normalized relationship with the former Soviet Union, Gorbachev. And I also remember watching Russia become more like America prior to us becoming more like the old Soviet Union. And you realize the reason that we're in this predicament is because this is the way the fascists the socialists, the communists, the Marxists, need it to be. I mean, after all, if there was a communication, maybe you could bring down the tensions and we could focus more on the policies, more on the fact that 100% of these sitting Democrats in Congress and the Senate and the White House perpetrated a lie to build a demon in the former Soviet Union, Mother Russia or Russia, as opposed to even Bush who used to go to dance parties with Vladimir Putin, who looked into his eyes and liked his soul. They need this climate right now, so we can distract from the fact that our politicians right now, sitting in Congress and the White House are saboteurs to the principles of Americanism.
0: Hamilton 68, we track Russian bot
2: armies. Hamilton 68 are tracking this the
0: most. Hamilton
10: 68, I'll tell you what the Russian associated accounts were doing. Hamilton 68. Hamilton
2: 68.
8: Hamilton 68.
7: Hamilton 68 68 looks at Russian accounts. Wonderful website called Hamilton 68 that tracks known Russian bots. Look at Hamilton 68. I encourage you to look at that. The
0: Hamilton
6: 68 research. Really interesting website. Students will really enjoy. Hamilton 68. She's just been such an amazing resource. Hamilton 68 knows a Russian bots. Hamilton 68 dashboard.
9: If you want to track their covert accounts.
8: We need more fact checking like Hamilton 68. Hamilton
5: 68. Hamilton 68. They track Russian associated troll farms. There is no evidence to support their statements. All a lie.
4: Perpetrated by Democrats, Democrat consultants, and the media. Have This is, this is a manufactured war. Because there's money in it to support the wrong people. And you can divert the attention that this country has in the White House a sitting asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. A traitor who will give a state of delusion tomorrow. Robert in Bloomingdale, will you be watching the state of delusion? And if so, what's on your menu?
12: Heck heck no, I will not because I can't take this guy. He's repulsive. And uh, has has no clue what he's even talking about. You're not not even going to watch
4: it to see how many times he says, I'm not kidding? It's not a pejorative? Hey, man,
12: nothing? Unless unless I want to get sick and throw up my dinner, I'm sorry. I'll bring you the highlights
4: on Wednesday. And we will also have a count of how many times he sniffed young children and said, hey, man. And if the under-over, which is a really big payout on the gambling sites, if corn pop is mentioned. Go ahead.
12: Yeah, the reason I was calling, too, is um here's the thing, you know, Biden didn't even, in my opinion, I bet Biden didn't even know what happened. Somebody else made that decision, told him way after the fact. But here's my question I want to ask you. What would have happened if that thing had a detonator for an atomic bomb and went off over Oklahoma or over Charlotte, South Carolina, or Florida? I'm not and, into um, zombie
4: movies, but I'm going to guess something like The Walking Dead. I don't know. But here's the other no. thing. Uh, no enemy to this country can do the damage the Democrat mafia, in conjunction with collaborators from the Republican organized syndicate, have done to this country. No enemy could do to this country what our politicians have done. So don't get nervous, because who released uh, the data mining, the, the bastardization of the Fourth Amendment, is the Republican and Democrat mafia, and a guy you never even heard of named Alex Karp, who is affectionately known as Face.
12: Ah, huh. interesting.
4: Yeah, so don't worry. See, they need you to have that old Cold War. Ooh, the Russians. Ooh, the Chinese. When both Russians and Chinese communist ideologues have bribed this wrinkled-ass old whore in the White House, <laughs> along with numerous other wrinkled-ass old whores, from Diane Feinstein to uh, our very own Chuck Schumer. Thank you very much, Robert, for calling. We never got to the menu. 312-642-5600. And always remember, the predictions of the idiots that vote Democrat have always been wrong, even when they're high-paid celebrities. One of my favorite clips of election year 2016 is the celebs doing
5: this.
3: He will never be president.
5: There's not going to be a president, Donald Trump. Um, That's not going to happen.
6: And so, right now, Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just want to say, you're not going to be president, all right?
7: (laughs) I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. Donald Trump will never, ever be
4: president of the United States. Now, granted, since then, there has been in place an infrastructure of election theft. There have been rules and regulations and bastardizations of the Democrat mafia to make certain that key areas can be stolen. However, keep in mind, it's going to be hard to pass off these idiots they are pretending are politicians, and I don't just mean... The dreaded Fetterman. (laughs) I know. I'm talking about the tramp who's vice president. And probably the only reason there isn't a mass call for the impeachment of Joe Robinette. I think I uh, wet my socks. Biden.
3: As we advance our efforts to address the root causes of migration, our administration is simultaneously working to ensure a safe, orderly, and humane processing system at the border. Tell that
4: to the people in Chicago who are watching their empty schools where they're paying $28,000 a chair be infiltrated by illegal aliens.
12: We've seen at least three busloads of people carrying bikes, laundry baskets, and duffel bags into the building since this morning. Now, this comes as more than 5,000 immigrants have been bused to Chicago since last year. Over the last several weeks, Woodlawn residents have expressed concerns about the move. 20th Ward Alderman. Now, Gen-
4: once they do their gang initiation from the Sinaloa and the New Generation cartel members, once they get on the streets and start selling the fentanyl that has killed 138,000 Americans in one year, double the amount of Vietnam veterans that were slaughtered in the lie fighting socialism. Now, there will be an undeniable truth, and maybe Kamala Harris will be laughed at in the way she should be.
3: I'll speak in a moment about the fact that I think most of us who are devout public servants understand that we in government have great possibility in terms...
4: He's an inspiration to office tramps everywhere. 312-642-5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer.
4: Happy birthday to you! Ronald Reagan and some very important people. Let's go to the lines Lee and Hammond's best cop voice hey, on
12: radio. Holly. Hey, uh, you know, I heard uh, uh, on today on uh, uh, the radio they're, they're talking about the administration's actually trying to get people to get rid of their gas ranges. Yeah. Because supposedly yeah. these things uh, aggravate the asthma. But how yeah. come nobody ever talks about these, uh, these big, heavy, high-power, high-amperage appliances, you know, uh, the EMF that these things produce? I've, I've read thousands of articles. I haven't read them, but, I mean, that's yeah. thousands of articles. About how the this EMF is actually detrimental to people's health. You know, people are sitting in these homes. They're going to be running these ranges. They're going to get bombarded with high power EMF. How is that not detrimental to your health? First of all, imagine trying to pass this off.
4: Imagine trying to pass this off when thirty-five years ago most of the people cooked. Now these welfare roaches—they go to McDonald's and the rest of the drive-throughs. They don't cook. What do they care? They're not going to lose one vote. There isn't a decent person among them. Thank you very much, Lee. You can't offend these roaches. All they need is a little more walking around money, a little cash. And then you could use – can you use food stamps for pot purchases? I'm sure these scoundrels and scallywags can figure it out. Uh, David, 294 South. Sean, the sharpest knife in the drawer. Let me tell you uh, quickly.
7: Uh, I've been uh, to O'Hare, then Heathrow, then Copenhagen's Airport, and I come back to O'Hare,
1: and I I go through customs – and I felt like it was third world as far as all those billions that were spent to, uh, to improve the international terminal. And the worst part of all is that uh, on the flight, they told us, uh, don't fill out your customs forms, just stick them in your passport and they'll take your picture. And I get to O'Hare, they look at my customs form, I didn't it out like they told me on the flight. And then they said, what did you buy when you're in London? I said, some chocolates and some magazines. Okay, we're going to take your picture. And they spun this camera like a GoPro and took a picture of me. And then I found out, it wasn't just a picture. It was a retina scan of my eyes. Oh. And I found out that I could, I could have denied it. And, and that's what's going on in the last two years. Retina scans of every international traveler who comes back to the United States. They get a retina scan of your eyes.
4: David, from now on, I want you to say you work for Chuck Schumer, and all you bought was whores and drugs. They'll let you breeze right through. Okay? <laughs> Come on, David. You've got to start thinking like the mafia, brother. I'll get you through. In the meantime... Wait for those eye transplant, like in that movie Minority Report, because that's our future. Jeez, what a sick world, these Democrat rats. John and Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean, uh, good evening. I'll keep it quick here. Uh,
9: you know, forget Russia, China, Iran, North Korea. You know, this
2: country, this administration exudes such weakness, such incompetence. I'm shocked that Iceland and Mozambique are not invading us right now. They could walk in and take whatever they want. They invaded us us 50
4: years ago, and it was with help from both Democrats and Republicans. Let's not forget the tortures lobby and those scumbags. And that's another reason you have to keep your eye out. If Paul Manafort or that freak with the Nixon tattoo, Roger Stone, shows up, you can get the hell away from me. Thank you very much, John and Garfield. I hope you're going to the cigar house. I need the sales. Greg in the Grange, or I'm sorry, Lake Geneva. Hey, Geneva. Hey, bud. Uh, You know, I I realize that everything politicians tell us is a
2: lie. I get that. But it burns me up when I hear them say how they're devout public servants. (laughs) There's more credibility and professional wrestling than these buttholes.
4: I hear you. I hear you. And
2: Barack Hussein was great for saying that.
4: It's it's aggravating. And then when you really think about the fact that these are the true one percenters in our society, it's Kamala Harris never worked a day in her life, at least on her feet. And in the meantime, she's worth <laughs> tens of millions. It's disgusting. Thank you, Greg, and Lake Geneva. Jeremy laughing at the knot on her feet? You know why? He knows. She's an inspiration to the office tramps everywhere.
3: For many who were at the original table, you will know that it has been built into our approach that we will devise metrics. Now I could see Willie Brown. When she was 27 and he was 60, can you imagine what she had to see? In the meantime, she was a hot tamale
4: even Monta Williams. But now, what is this guy thinking? Not to mention, he might as well go take a bath in the urinal at Wrigley Field.
3: And be very clear, and I thank the university and 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 Michelle for the work that has been happening to help us articulate the metrics by which we will then measure our success. For every settle, there's an ass. I'll be back. <laughs> 21 hours, can you believe
4: this idiot's going to give the state of the union? It's going to be fun. Just get the popcorn ready. And let's watch him roll into a ball and in in, in, in cry. I'll be back in 21.
13: Don't just have a great night. Have an American night